0: You are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn.
1: Morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say. How is everybody doing today on this rainy Sunday morning? It's raining here in Brooklyn. Not too chilly yet, but it's raining. They're saying that the weather's the temperature's gonna drop today, so we'll see how it goes. So, how is everyone's week? I hope everybody had a blessed week and everything went well. My week was great. It was fantastic. As usual, God delivered in many things. And I'm quite happy for that. So we're going to get our housekeeping out the way. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone and the Google Play Store for Android. So this is the week of Thanksgiving. And I don't have a guest today because I figured I wanted to dedicate this entire show to Thanksgiving, the meaning of Thanksgiving, the meaning of giving thanks, being grateful. I wanted to dedicate this entire show for that because Thanksgiving usually, as we look at it, kicks off the holiday season. So I wanted to start getting everyone in the frame of mind of being just thankful. And, and it's sad that we only, hopefully, I don't hope that we all only think about this during this time of the year. I would hope that we are all thankful throughout the year, every day. And we are grateful every day for everything that's going on in our lives. But for those who only think about it starting this time of the year, we're um, we're going to get things started off. So um, telephone number if you want to call in, 718-928-9732. If you want to uh send me a message on Twitter, it's w w k s today. If you want to send me a question or if you have a comment to how the show's going, I appreciate that. I'm very interested in knowing how people feel and what they're getting from the show. Um I'd like to uh I'd like to say um let's start out with saying Thankful, thankful. That's what we're starting with today. So now the dictionary describes thankful as being pleased and relieved, expressing gratitude and uh, relief. I guess that's the same thing as being relieved. Relief, yeah, they put it there twice, but okay. So now... The synonym we can use for thankful is grateful, and we usually use those two words interchangeably. We usually say, "Oh, I'm so thankful," or "Oh, I'm so grateful." For me, when I say grateful, it's usually more heartfelt. I, I can be thankful for a lot of things, but when I say I'm so grateful, it's usually heartfelt, and the um the expression of um the Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the expression of gratitude, especially to God. So when we think about Thanksgiving and the whole concept of Thanksgiving, let's just um, take it back to Thanksgiving here in America, because not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving the same time we do, but it has been picked up in other nations a day of, you know, having Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is a national holiday celebrated on various dates, throughout the United States, Canada, and some of the Caribbean Islands and Liberia. It began as a day of giving thanks and sacrifice for the blessings of the harvest of the preceding year. So now they also have these festivals that take place in Germany and Japan, sort of like like Thanksgiving as well as we do here. I don't know if they do it with I don't know exactly how they do it. They do it with turkey or whatever. But Thanksgiving started out as being giving thanks to God for the harvest that we had received from the previous year. It's now kind of drifted away from that since we don't do much farming here. And Thanksgiving just seems to be a day now where we just eat uncontrollably and wait for the sales for Christmas. That's what everybody looks for for Thanksgiving. You have that Thursday off where you're eating, 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 preparing food. Everybody's preparing food. Everyone's getting together with their loved ones and friends, and you're just eating. They are watching football for most guys, some gals as well. And then everybody's just looking forward to going to the stores to spend money for the holiday, for Christmas. <clears throat> Excuse me. But some people would say that Thanksgiving wasn't such a happy, a happy time. Because if you look in the history books, as we portray Thanksgiving here in America, the history books would make it seem like everything was happy, everyone was happy, the pilgrims were happy, the Indians were happy, well, Native Americans were happy. Everybody was just happy on that day to celebrate. But that's not really true. Today, some people um, are looking at Thanksgiving as a day of atonement for all the lives that were lost between the, the people that were here from the beginning because they were fighting, the European settlers and the Native Americans. So now a lot of people have started looking at Thanksgiving as, you know, just a day to uh, reflect on the lives that, were, that was lost and that history didn't actually tell the complete story. I have a tendency, I'm not going to get into a history lesson today, but I would side with a lot of American history. They haven't really told the story the way the story really happened. So I can understand them. I can understand those people taking a stance of not wanting to look at Thanksgiving as everyone was kumbaya and... Everybody was just sitting around having a good time eating turkey or whatever fowl they had at the moment. So I can understand people wanting to uh, not wanting to partake in that part of the history lesson. But today we're going to talk about just Thanksgiving and being thankful for the things that we have in our life. Every day we should be thankful for the things that we have in our life. And it was actually commanded by God for us to be thankful, so that we would be humble and look towards him for gratitude for all that he's done for us, for the protection that he provides for us. And if you actually look through some of the scriptures, in Psalms, I'm, I'm having a hard time with my voice this morning, so if it sounds like I'm pausing a lot and I'm swallowing a lot, I I, I apologize, but my voice is... um. My throat is very scratchy this morning. But in the Psalms, it says Psalm 92 was actually a praise for the Lord's goodness. And Psalm 92 starts out with, One, it is good and a delightful thing to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to his name. So, if God commanded us to be thankful— We put that in our hearts to be thankful. So that means that usually when something happens, we should automatically have that feeling of some type of gratitude or thankfulness towards whomever did it for us. We should automatically do that. So it puzzles me how people can now today just walk by like if you okay classic example and this is the famous one this is a classic one holding a door for someone and they'll just walk through and not say a word if the if you're holding a door they'll just walk through and not say a word and i understand a lot of it comes from people being jaded because you always have someone holding the door and most times when they're holding the door they usually look for you to pay them something because they're holding the door for you But even, even if you use that, even that as an example, if that person's holding the door, even if you don't give them money, you can still say thank you. They still held the door for you. They still opened the door for you. It doesn't always mean that you have to give them money because a lot of times some people don't give them money. Some people just walk in and out and it's no big deal. But if they held the door, you can say thank you. So because so many people walk through the door and, Don't say thank you to those people that are holding the door looking for a handout. It becomes the norm when anybody holds the door. Oh, well, I'm not saying, I'm just so accustomed to walking through because the door is open. I'm just going to keep walking through. No. If the door is held open for you, say thank you. Say thank you. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So... That's one thing I want to be mindful of. I want to say um, this week, I want you to all think about what is it in your life that you can really be thankful for and grateful for. And it doesn't have to be something big. A lot of times we want to think that being thankful and being grateful has to be something huge or something really exciting or important or had to happen. Sometimes I'm just thankful class. This morning, I'm searching all over the house, getting ready to leave. I can't find my house keys. Now, normally, if I can't find my house keys, okay, if I have the car keys, I can walk out. I can have someone in the house lock the door for me and go on about my business. But because I was coming to the studio this morning, I needed my house keys because since I'm the first show on Sunday, I had to open up the studio and the studio key is on my house keys. So this morning when I could not locate them, I was in a panic because if I couldn't find the keys, then I couldn't get into the studio. So it was, it wasn't even a thing of that. I couldn't leave my house. I could leave my house, but I couldn't get into the studio if I didn't have those house keys. So I'm searching all over, all over, trying to retrace my steps. Where could I possibly put them? Because I usually always put them back into my bag after I come into the house. Lo and behold, I didn't do that the last time when I went out. I actually had left them on an ottoman, and they were underneath a scarf. But, of course, the Holy Spirit was telling me, move the things on the ottoman just so you can find the keys. And my my, my spirit is telling me, move the stuff on the ottoman to look for the keys. My mind is telling me, I don't put my keys on the ottoman, so why would it be there? So I'm looking every place else. Finally, I go to the and I'm like, you know what? Let me just see if they're under here. So I'm moving the pillows. I move the scarf, and underneath the scarf, the scarf, I find my keys. So, of course, right then and there, I'm so thankful. But it's the little things like that, that in your life, you're thankful for. I was panicking. I couldn't find my keys. But when I found them, I was so thankful. And I'm sure there's been little instances in your life that have happened, that it didn't have to be something major. And you could just say, you know what, thank God. You know, just the little things, just say, you know what, thank God. And there's nothing wrong with just saying, thank you, God. Just thank you, God. I also wanted to read, I had a couple of um, poems here that I had picked out for Thanksgiving that I thought were kind of nice that I wanted to read to you guys because, um, I'm not sure if sometimes we even, I'm not even sure if we look at things like this on a regular. I guess with our lives being so busy, we just take for granted, you know, that there are people out there just writing because they're just thankful all the time and their spirit just gives them these things to write. But um, I wanted to read one that I thought was really cute when I came across it. And you'd be surprised when you go on Google on the internet, you can find anything. You can totally find anything. And as soon as I put in poems for being thankful, it's like the whole page just came up with all these things. I was like, really? All these poems about being thankful? But I like this one. This one was kind of cute. It says, a simple word, it's often underrated. And yet, in truth, it's always good to feel appreciated. So here's my chance to say it. It's, am, it's absolutely true. Thank you. That was so simple and so cute. When I looked at it, I was like, wow, that is just so, that's cute. And that word is totally underrated. Nobody uses it as much as they should. We should all, We should actually try to use it more often. But from the Bible, I'll give you some verses. And the Bible is full of verses on being thankful. First Chronicles 1634 says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Which is true. He's always good to us every day. I mean, a lot of people, if you say, well, what are you thankful for? The first thing they say is, oh, I'm just thankful to be in the land of the living. And that's something to be thankful for. But then if you go one step beyond that, you're in the land of the living And what are you doing? What are you doing while you're here? And of course, I always lead back to what your purpose is. So what are you doing? You're thankful that you're alive. But in you being thankful that you're alive, what are you actually going to do with the opportunity that he's given you today? Are you going to make someone else thankful, perhaps? Are you going to do something for someone that's going to make them turn around and be thankful because you... We're here. That's something to think about as well. Can we be a blessing to others? So that they can be thankful for our presence. Okay, let us come before him with thanksgiving and exalt him with music and song for the Lord is a great God, the great king above all gods. And everything when it says with being thankful with God, we're supposed to be in a sense, praising him. We're coming to him with a grateful heart. We're singing songs. We're just elated that he's done what he's done and he is who he is in our lives. I have another poem that I want to read to you guys that this one was really cute, too, that I liked. It was written by, the first one that I read, it was anonymous. This one is by Julie Herbert. And it says, thankful for many things. I am thankful for my family. My friends, I feel the same. Life is filled with many thanks. Life is the perfect game. Life is filled with treasures. If you're the lucky one, be grateful and be humble and share them with someone. But one thing we must remember, we are not the one to thank. There is a higher power here that we must give first rank. I am thankful for my life and all that it holds. I'm excited to see what's next for me. Let's see how it unfolds. I like that one too. That one was really cute. So what are you most thankful for? What are you most thankful for in your life? This week of everything, running around, going to the supermarkets, to gather up food, what you're going to prepare. What are you most thankful for when you really sit down? Because sometimes we have to sit down and just take a break. And that's when we can really think about what we're thankful for. Because in the day-to-day, running back and forth, doing whatever it is that we do, we don't, um, we don't really think about it, what we're thankful for. So, if you take the time to just sit down and take a deep breath, what would you be most thankful or grateful for in your life? Is it your children? Is it your parents? Some of us who still have our parents. And even if you don't still have your parents, you can still be grateful and thankful for all the things that they've done, all the things that they've instilled in you. Hopefully, we had parents that instilled good things into our life. But I think even if, even if some of us had parents who didn't take the time and instill what we feel we should have gotten from them, we can still—hold on one moment. Carla,
2: you're on the air. Hey, this is Virginia here. How's, that, how's it going today? Good
1: morning, Virginia. How are you? A
2: little raspy, but all's well, thank God. Um, I don't want to dampen the situation, but I do have an attitude of gratitude for a totally different reason. Okay. Uh, when my 20-year-old was shot about five years ago, it brought a different sense of gratitude in my life. I remember a time when he... Uh, calls, and I usually am chipper and outgoing, and he called me on it because he said, well, Mom, what's wrong? And I started complaining. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like getting out of bed. I don't feel like... I don't feel like... And then he had a pause of silence where he said, Mom, <clears throat> excuse me, if I can just put my feet on the floor and feel the carpet, that changed my whole perspective on being gra- grad- being gracious for everything. So... There are times when, like you, finding your keys, like just being able to come back home after having been out, either driving to work with reckless people on the road or just a state of grat- graciousness for every little thing, the fact that I had something to eat. Because when you are a young person and you have a life-altering change, you have to look at things differently. The fact that he could get out the building and, and feel the sunshine today, that that that's thats when you have to think about, well, it's raining outside. Uh, you're complaining it's raining, it's cold, it's hot, whatever it is. But for someone to be able to go outside and feel what the temperature it is, that makes a difference. So my life now in a place of, graciousness or thankfulness is totally different because I'm thankful for every little thing at every moment. So I just wanted to share that with everyone.
1: I am so glad that you took the time to share that with us because that's a, that's a personal sense of gratitude that some people wouldn't want to share, but because you have your young, that young man in your life and God bless him God bless him for just everything that he's going through, everything that he's experiencing. And the fact that he was able to say that to you and you then look at life totally different now. And hearing that story, a lot of us take for granted, a lot of us take for granted that there are some people who just the little things of, like you said, me running around trying to find my keys, you just not feeling like being bothered But he's like, if I could just, if I could just put my feet on the ground, I would be thankful. And those little things, we're like, our feet are on the ground all the time because we're running around. We don't even realize the importance and the the things that matter in other people's lives. And I'm so glad that you shared that story with us. I'm so glad.
2: I want people to be encouraged. It's not just you know, growing up as a Christian, we've heard roof over your head, food, and you, you know, place to sleep, things of that nature, but it's, it's really everything, because for someone who was 20 at the time is now 25, and in the first three years, he didn't, at 20 years old, who had a life with college and work, what am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? And then when he got the ability to say, you know what, I'm thankful I'm still here. Let me find out what my purpose is. And to see him now going to work every day in Manhattan, getting on the train again despite the fact that he's in a chair, It's if he has the ability to say, God, I'm grateful every moment for every opportunity you give me, that should be the, the outlook of our lives, that we don't take our lives for granted, simply because we don't have another moment or may not have another opportunity. So I hope that that story encouraged someone, because today, even every moment, it's, oh, God, I woke up. Thank you so much. Oh, God, I had something to eat. Thank you so much. Oh, God, I paid that bill, and it wasn't late. Thank you, God. So be encouraged to all those listeners, and have a different attitude for gratitude. Thank you so much for letting
1: me share. Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing that story. That was, that was a lot.
2: <laughs> have a great week and have a blessed uh, um, day as well. Thanks so much.
1: You too. Thank you. Right, bye bye. You see that? That young man has a whole different perspective on life, just given his situation. And yes, we should all. We should all look at life with the same focus and gratitude that he has. Because at any given moment, as young as he is, as young as he was when it happened to him, at any given moment, nothing's guaranteed to any of us. Nothing is guaranteed to any of us. We could just as easily, because we woke up, got dressed, and went out to work. Anything could have happened on the train, on the bus, in our cars, You just never know. And we need to always be grateful for every little thing. Every little thing. The fact that you were able to go out and come back in and you came the same way you went out is the same way you came back in. Because some people, when they leave out in the morning, when we hear on the news, when we turn on the news, when we get home and we hear all the things that have taken place within the city or within the world. A lot of people, when they leave their homes in the morning, they didn't know that they weren't going to return or they didn't know that they were going to be caught up in a a crossfire of some sort or that they were going to be in a mall and someone was going to come in and say, you know what, I'm having a bad day. So because I'm having a bad day, everyone has to have a bad day. You just never know you just never know. And for those who are out there who have the feeling that, you know what? What what is life worth? I don't have anything that I need or I don't feel anything to be grateful for or I'm dissatisfied with whatever they're feeling. They're feeling lonely perhaps. If you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling like there's no hope, there's always hope. There's always hope. You may not see it in your immediate surroundings. You may not even see it or receive it from the people that you interact with, but you'd be surprised. There's always someone out there that can be there for you to listen to you, to be that air that you might need. So rather than you think about harming yourself or because you're so angry when you look at others and you feel that they have more than what you have or they're enjoying life and you're not enjoying life because of the pain you might be holding inside. Don't strike out against them. Just even if you just most of the time, if you just smile and that's a lot of thing I want to tell people too, when you're walking down the street, not that you're supposed to be walking down the street with a smile on your face, looking like you're crazy. No, no, but sometimes if you make eye contact with a person, and I know a lot of times here in the city, we don't want to make eye contact with individuals because you always feel that, oh, well, if I make eye contact, it's going to lead to something else or it's going to be something bad that's going to come from it. We've gotten so jaded here from not just even wanting to be just, um, just with one another, interacting with one another. If you make eye contact with someone, there's nothing wrong with smiling. It doesn't mean to stare at them and smile. But sometimes you just don't know what's on that person's mind and what they're going through. So if you just sometimes if you make eye contact and you just smile and then you just go on about your business, there's nothing wrong with that. If you smile at someone in passing, because that one smile could have been the smile. To what they needed for that moment in their life that they could be thinking, you know what, my heart is broken, no one cares about me, no one's thinking about me, everyone's just going on about their life. And it's true, everyone is going on about their life. And it's not that people don't care, it's just that people get so bogged down in their own problems and they're just trying to find a way to deal with it on their level. But if you think about all the problems that you might be walking around with or the issues that you might be walking around with and you're just trying to make it, there's somebody else out there that doesn't have that much strength as you have. So you just making eye contact or smiling or saying thank you if they do something or saying excuse me or if you bump into so- I'm sorry, there's nothing wrong with saying those words or please there's nothing those little words that we take for granted that are in our vocabulary that people seem to omit on a daily basis means everything and it's just one word i don't have to have a conversation with you if i say thank you to you it's enough if you do something for me and i say thank you i don't have to stand there and have an entire conversation with you for you to feel hmm, okay i was appreciated or We don't we don't at the moment say, Oh yeah, I was appreciated. All that stuff doesn't happen in our mind that we actually think about it on in that scale. But in that short little thank you, you're in your spirit is resonating, oh yeah, I was appreciated. Because if the person doesn't say thank you, you best believe the first thing you're looking at them is like, What's wrong with you? So all that happens within an instant. So rather than have someone looking at you like, You're crazy. Or like I heard a a story on the subway the other day, two guys, they were going up the escalator and they bumped each other. Now it's crowded. We're in a city. So if you bump someone, that's natural. But if you bump them and you say, oh, excuse me, you know, I'm sorry, whatever, usually it's no big deal. But obviously this, it seems like this person bumped the other person and that person might not have said, oh, excuse me, or I'm sorry, and words were exchanged because maybe the other person said, you know, you can't, you know, you bump me, you know, what's going on? I don't know what the whole, nobody knows the entire story. All we know is the end result was someone ended up getting slashed in their face, needed to go to the hospital for, for stitches all because of a bump. So they bumped into each other. It was crowded. And it escalated to words. And then it ended up someone being injured. Whereas that one bump, excuse me, I'm sorry, everyone goes about their business. Everyone just goes about their life. But because tensions are so high all the time, and we spoke about this in the earlier show, a previous show that I did, why everyone's walking around so angry. Tensions are so high and everyone has anger. So when you do bump into someone, they're automatically annoyed. But how you can squash that is just, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. And most of the time, they're not annoyed because you bumped them. They were were annoyed anyway. They were annoyed about something else. But that bump was what sent them over the edge, especially when you don't acknowledge, look what you did to me. And they could have been having a, a day where everyone was doing something to them and no one acknowledged what they were doing to them. So, with all that and with the whole topic of being grateful and thankful today, it's, it's a lot. It's, I know it's a lot for us to take in. I know it's a lot for us to deal with. But sometimes you just have to step back and realize you're not the only one here. You do interact with others and they have space as well. So if you're walking around and you're angry or you're walking around and you're harboring and holding on to whatever it is that you're holding on to or just dealing with life on life's terms, so is the next person. So if you think about how life is affecting you, think about how it's probably affecting them as well. And that's the one thing that we don't do. We, We usually get in our own little shell or in our own little box and we're like, well, this is only happening to me and it's only important to me because it's me and it's me and no, it's you and it's everyone else. Because if it's happening to you, it's, it's nine times out of 10, it's happening to everyone else too. Because usually when something's going around, it's in the atmosphere and it's not just affecting you, it's affecting everyone that's in that atmosphere at the moment. So that's what we have to think about as well. It's We're not the only ones experiencing it. And it's, it's a lot. It really is a lot. But we have to take the time to just realize and just think of how, how we would want to be treated in certain situations. Just think about how we would want people to react to us in certain situations. And then we'll in turn treat people in that manner. They always say do unto others that you would have people do unto you. But sometimes... Some people will do unto you that you wouldn't necessarily do that to them. But that doesn't mean you have to return in kind. You still should turn around and treat them with respect, even if they're not doing the same for you. So we have a lot to be thankful for with this upcoming week and just the year. Look at this. It's already going to be the end of November. We have another month, which is December, and then we're closing out a decade, people. 2019 will no longer be. We will now be going into 2020. Can you imagine that? What are you looking forward to for the next decade? Because we're starting a brand new decade. What, is, what does that even hold for some of us? Have we even thought that far ahead? What are we actually going to be doing with this next set of years that's coming before us? Are we going to devote ourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful? Are we going to do that? Are we going to sacrifice offerings to God instead of making promises that we don't keep? I mean, we make a lot of promises to a lot of people, not just God, but we make promises to one another as well that we don't keep. And I don't know if we do it. We don't. I don't believe that people make them intentionally not wanting to keep them. I just think at the moment they think that's what the other person wants to hear, so they say it. But we should live with intention. Say what you mean and me what you say even if it's something that the other person may not want to hear, like you might not be able to do everything that they want you to do. You might not be able to provide them with what they're looking for you to provide them with. So if you know that you can't, don't tell them that you can because then they're going to be expecting it. And when you don't, then they're disappointed. Yes. If you do it, yes, then they're thankful and they're grateful. But if you don't, Then they're going to be disappointed. So rather than make them wait for the disappointment, you could tell them up front, you know what? I really can't help you with that. And they may be disappointed for the moment, but then it gives them an opportunity to go someplace else to get what it is that they may need. I think we should all do that. That's the first thing we should think about living with intention. Everything that we want to do, we do. And mean it and say it and do it. Not just, oh, well, I I don't know, I might, or just put it out there just for the moment. So it would be, oh, well, just to get them off my back, I'll say that. No, let's not do that. We've done enough of that in our life, and we see where that's gotten us. So let's read some more. Let's read some more scriptures of being thankful. Let's see. There's a ton of them here for being thankful for the things that God has done for us in our life. Okay. First Timothy four, for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. So everything that God created is good. And we should be thankful for everything that he gives us. So when you think about that, even in your trials, everything that we, that God gives us is good. And if you're a Christian and you live by the fact that knowing that he's in control of your life, everything that happens in your life, God is in control. And even when things come to you that aren't what you want, you know that God is in control. Because he's only going to let it, he's only going to allow it to happen to you to a certain extent. Whatever is going to happen, it's going to happen, but you know he's in control of it. So as long as you know he's in control and you stand on his word, then you're going to be okay going through it. But some of us who aren't Christians and we have things happening in our lives, once again, we have things happening in our lives and we don't know what it is. A lot of times people don't know what it is and it leads them down other roads. You have nothing to hold on to. So we need to really think about holding on to the word of God, getting to know him if we don't already know him. And standing on and following all the directions that He's given us, and the good thing about that is, it's not even about following laws. And a lot of people think that when you get closer to God, it's about following laws. It. We have a caller. Caller, you're on the air.
3: Good morning. How are you this morning? I know you're thankful, so that's just. Rhetorical question, but I wanted to call in first of all to say thank you for being on the air. This is anonymous, and um I just want to thank you for being on the air and kind of touch on what thankfulness is or gratitude is or should be, but I want to go straight to the heart of the Christians because if you're not in the word. Saying the word to them it means nothing, Yet they're learning some of them will, some of them won't. I mean, we have it—first I want to say, the Bible was written for a reason. It was a guideline. It was a guideline because they needed directions that they could go back to and follow. You had the Sadducees and the Pharisees questioning Jesus about what the greatest commandments were. The Bible is written in patterns. The Lord set up things in patterns based on principles. And when they asked him that, he answered to them and said that um, they should love their Lord and God with all their heart and soul and their mind. That was the first command, the greatest, the first greatest commandment. And uh, the second one, not to say verbatim, because I'm not am not saying that the scriptures verbatim, but given the general synopsis of what it meant, he said, love thy neighbor. As you know, you have to love your neighbor. It was the second greatest commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. So if we're just following those two, looking to him first, putting him first, doing, you don't have to follow it by the letter. He knew we weren't going to remember all 613 laws. That was for them. That was for that time. We're in another time. We're in a time of grace. But still, if we look to him for guidance and look to that book that is still around for guidance, we could get it right we get a lot better because if you're first of all looking to him, he's going to tell you each and every day what to do, like you said, what your purpose is, why are we here, we're not just here to hang around, there's somebody we can touch on a given basis, on a, on a daily basis, looking to him for guidance and direction. And when we do that and we can live by each other, we don't have to, like you said, we don't have to have a full conversation sometime that please, that thank you is all we need to justify what just happened or what will happen and make, you never know how you're changing somebody's life by saying please and thank you. So if we look to him for guidance, we're where we're supposed to be, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, we're going towards what we're supposed to be going towards and in the process, that's not to say things don't happen, but when they happen, he gives us the words like please and thank you and forgive me, He gives us direction of how to get out of that. We can live a whole lot better. The judgment that we put on each other, for what reason? Yes, we all have problems, and we all have things that we have to do to sustain our lives. But again, looking to Him first, if we were doing what we're supposed to do from the beginning, and we can turn it around even though we're older, we could be 25, 30, 35, we can start today with looking to Him first. You wouldn't get out there and do the foolishness you're doing, Yes, but the children that are in schools, their parents got them in church, or at least under the word, they would stay in schools. They would have a better life because they went to school, they went to graduation, they got a better job. All these things happened because we never looked to him first. Now, it sounds kind of like it's impossible to get there. We can still turn it around because every day he can make it better for those, even the ones that are downtrodden. Justice will come for them, too. But we've got to get directions. If you're just flying by the seat of your pants, where are you going to end up? Where you're at right now. That's why the world is crazy. That's why nobody wants to say thank you. Everybody's got a problem. Problems will come, but there will be solutions if we look to him first. So the gratitude and the thankfulness should be to him first. And then if we do that, he's going to put it on our hearts to love each other And when I say love, I'm not talking about you got to go break bread with them. You might not even like the way that person acts, but you can still love them even though you don't like them. We have family members that we don't like the way they act, but we have to love them. So if we look to him and then look to loving thy neighbor, I think we'll be doing a whole lot better because it will fall into place. It will fall into place. So that's what I wanted to say for this morning. And thank you. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. And thank you for keeping the word going.
1: Thank you, Carla. We appreciate all the information that you shared with us. You have okay. a blessed week bye as bye. well. Bye-bye. All right. Sticking to what that caller was just talking about, she touched on a lot of different things, but it brings to mind Col- Colossians 3.15. If we let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, or if we let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, it says your hearts, but I always put our hearts or in my heart. I usually make it personal when I read these, but I'm going to read it exactly how it's it's written. Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. So that right there sums up everything that the caller was talking about. If we just treated one another with respect, as I had mentioned before, and just using the simple words of thank you, please. And just treating them and loving them as we would ourselves, And as we do towards God, everyone could be at peace with one another and we can be thankful all for each and every, every one of us that are here. But if you're not a Christian and you don't understand the fact of, You're not going to be looking towards loving God or looking towards God for anything because that's not the life that you're living. But like I said, even if it's not the life that you're living, you still know that when someone says thank you to you, how it makes you feel. Without even thinking about God in the picture, just you as an individual. When you do something and someone says thank you to you, you know how that makes you feel. So you can in turn, when something happens, and someone does something for you, you can still just turn around and say thank you. And that has nothing to do with having God as your personal Savior, having Jesus in your life. That has nothing to do with that. It's just common courtesy. And that's what a lot of us lack, common courtesy, just one towards another. But then on top of it, if you do have God in your life and you do know Christ as your personal Savior, it's even on you even more so to go that extra mile to show that person that you're thankful, that you're grateful, that you can help. It's really put on you even more so to do that. But for those who don't know God, it's just a simple common courtesy, a simple common courtesy, and it costs you nothing. And see, that's the thing about being thankful and being grateful. It costs you nothing. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to take any money out your pocket, unless you feel to, if you feel to give to the needy. And by all means, if you want to do that, you can do that. And I bet you they will be thankful. No matter how much you're giving them, nine times out of 10, they will be thankful. Because that's all they're looking for, is someone just to, to give them a helping hand. Now, whether they should be having their hand out is another story. But the fact that they're there and you do, give to them they're fat, they're thankful so you could always be a blessing to someone and someone can always be a blessing to you so we should just think about just the common courtesy just if, if we just practice if we just this week just practice the common courtesies the thank you the please the excuse me the i'm sorry if we could just get those back into society on a daily basis I think a lot of things would turn around for a lot of us. A lot of things would turn around for a lot of us. Just practicing those simple words, just putting those words into action. So the show seems like it's winding down. I had a very good time talking with you guys today about being thankful. I thank both the callers. My Virginia girl, her story really made us think about how precious life is, what's going on with her son. We should all be grateful and we should all pray for everyone. Even those that are in the hospital that don't have what we have. We have to think about, we have to remember those people as well. It's not just the ones that's even walking around with issues that are just in the street, that are angry, that are depressed, that are lonely. It's the ones that are in the hospitals as well. You have people that are sick. You have people that can't leave their homes There's a lot going on with a lot of people. And what we should do, number one, when we say our prayers, definitely blanket to everyone. Blanket it on everyone, not just those that you know, whose names you can call, but cover everyone and pray that they come to the understanding of who Jesus Christ is. But next week, because it's going to be Thanksgiving weekend. I'm not going to be on the air next Sunday. I don't know if they're going to be playing another one of my shows that has already aired or if they're going to be playing music, but I know I will not be on the air on December 1st. So I will be back on the air December 8th. And that's when we'll kick off the holiday season. We'll start Advent. Looking forward to the birth of Christ and all that good stuff, so next week, I'm sorry, I won't be with you guys. I will miss you. I want everyone to have a blessed Thanksgiving. I want everyone to have a happy um a happy week at work, everything that's going on in your life. I pray that God gives you a solution to whatever questions that you might put out there to him and um I just want everybody to be safe. Be safe in this holiday season. Please be safe with everything starting to to come about with the shopping and all that stuff. Just be safe. And I will see you again soon. Like I said, I'll return on the 8th. And I'm not sure if I'm going to have a guest or not. I was trying to line up a guest, but I'm not sure yet. But. I'm sure whatever it is, whatever topic we get into, whatever God puts on my spirit for us to talk about, it'll be, um, it'll be exciting, as usual, because I know he always gives me exciting topics of whatever is happening at the time, and I look forward to all of you calling in and sharing your thoughts with me and the rest of the listening world, and I'm going to leave you with this song of thanks, so have a blessed week. Lord, this is a song to give you thanks. Help me express myself,
0: Lisa. For every time that you protected me, when I did-